Hello and a very warm welcome to the Lord's Voice. This broadcast brings hope to many, edifies the spirit, and transforms dreams and visions into reality. Listen to Reverend Lord Harry, the resident pastor of ICGC Holy Family, as you get inspired. Now, today's message. This morning, I bring you a very short word which I have entitled, Godly Wisdom Builds. Godly Wisdom Builds. We're going to take a couple of scriptures quickly, and then we move into action. The first scripture is taken from the book of 2 Chronicles. 2 Chronicles chapter 2. Verses 11 to 12. 2 Chronicles chapter 2, verses 11 to 12. 2 Chronicles chapter 2, verses 11 to 12. I read. Then Hiram, king of Tyre, answered a writing. I like the word writing, which he sent to Solomon. And these are the words of Hiram. Because the Lord loves his people, he has made you king over them. Listen. He said, because the Lord loves his people, he has made you king over them. Hiram also said, blessed be the Lord God of Israel, who made heaven and earth. For he has given King David a wise son, endowed with prudence and understanding. If the Bible is yours, underline prudence and understanding for me. Who will build a temple for the Lord and a royal house for himself. A wise king who will build a temple for the Lord and a royal house for himself. Then the second scripture is taken from the book of Corinthians. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 9 to 10. Please take notes. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 9 to 10. First Corinthians is in the New Testament. First Corinthians chapter three, verses nine to ten. Are you there? So 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 9 to 10 reads, For we are God's fellow workers. And the life fellow workers, if the Bible is yours. You are God's field. You are God's building. It says, For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. According to the grace of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another builds on it. 
but let each one take heed how he builds on it. And the line built on it. So the key words here are fellow workers and then build on it. Forgive me for the many scriptures this morning. That's our only reference point. And then we cannot do with wisdom without reading from Proverbs. So quickly turn your Bibles to Proverbs chapter 24. Proverbs chapter 24, verses 3 to 4. Proverbs 24, verses 3 to 4. Proverbs 24, verses 3 to 4. It reads, through wisdom, a house is built. This is a very common one you all know. Through wisdom, a house is built. And by understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. It says, through wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. The key words I'll take from here is established and precious and pleasant riches. By understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Kindly bow down your heads for a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much for how far you have brought us. This morning, you have brought us here to listen to your word. I pray that, Father, you will fill me with your oracles. Speak through me to your people. For how far you have brought us, we are here to thank you and to learn from you. Lower me and elevate your word. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I said godly wisdom builds. The wise son builds a temple for the Lord and a royal house for himself. And this man is somebody who has prudence and understanding. And I hope you all know my background. I'll first of all take, talk about prudence. Prudence is being careful in whatever you do, avoiding unnecessary risk. Being careful in whatever you do and avoiding unnecessary risk. God wisdom is a crafter. It crafts your character. It crafts a good legacy and it charts a good path for his people. I like one of the sentences during our year of order. That was five years ago, four years ago, the year of order. It's a precept upon precepts, line upon line, here a little, there a little. Precept goes to do with being law-abiding, doing the right thing, being faultless and blameless. Line has to do with being in order. When we are school, we say fall in one logo. Logo like means be in an orderly manner. Here a little, there a little. Here a little, there a little. The builder or the concrete mixer will take a little of sand, will take a little of cement, a little of gravels, a little of water, and mix up his concrete. Here a little, there a little. 
The craftsman will take a piece of wood. He's going to take a piece of bronze. He'll take some polish. He'll take brush. He'll take paint. Here a little, there a little. In church, you take a piece of offering, a piece of tithing, a piece of pledges, auditorium pledge, yes. 10th anniversary pledge, yes. Here a little, there a little. I know this is the part that you don't want to hear. Here a little, there a little. In church, we take a bit of offering, a little. Tithes, there a little. Pledges, here a little. Donations, here a little. Fundraising, here a little. To build the house of God, here a little, there a little. And he says, this man has understanding. The wise king, prudence and understanding. Understanding is to know the meaning of something or whatever somebody is saying. Understanding goes deep. It's not shallow. When you are shallow, you lack understanding. You can only have understanding when you go deeper into things. You hear people making arguments. And you find it difficult to contribute because the argument is so shallow. These days, social media, WhatsApp platforms, even on church platforms, people make shallow statements. You see, this person has not gone deep. And you cannot even contribute because your contribution will not make sense to the shallow-minded. You need understanding to build God's house and to build a temple and to build a royal house, just like the king. The Bible says, for lack of understanding, lack of knowledge, my people perish. You should be able to recognize things as they are. When you see things with understanding, you'll be able to understand how it happened. How did it happen? Where? Which? Ask questions to be able to have understanding, deeper knowledge into things. Yes, recently I was listening to Bishop Bismarck. He said in Zimbabwe, when the merchants arrived, what they saw was that children were playing with diamonds. Anytime it rains, diamonds pop up. Precious minerals. Kids play with it. They throw it at each other. What the merchants did was to gather children and say, hey guys, come for some sweets. When you bring me diamonds, I give you some sugar-coated toffees. The kids went around and picked the diamonds. Merchants went out there, sold them, came back, bought the land and began to mine the diamonds. Employed the people of Zimbabwe as slaves. You need understanding to understand how things work. You need understanding. Without understanding, you will perish. Just like we were being enslaved. I have heard similar stories in Ghana. Gold Coast. What did we hear? They arrived and the coastline is full of gold. Gold everywhere. We did not have understanding. They had the understanding, so they had to enslave us. Recently, you hear of xenophobic attacks in South Africa. Many have argued that it is just hatred for one another. This is not xenophobia. Because xenophobia has to do with foreigners. But in their case, listen, 
South Africa is a very wealthy nation. The whites, who are less than 5% population, controls over 95% of the world of South Africa. Believe it or not. The blacks, which are in the majority, over 95%, controls less than 5%. And foreigners who are Africans in the country controls less than 1% of the world of the country. Now, this 1% is what the South African blacks are fighting and killing their brothers over. Less than 1%. What about the over 95%? Oh, my God. The knowledge is not there. They lack understanding. We have to get understanding if you want to move forward as a people. As children of God, we need understanding. Without understanding, you will perish. Without understanding, you will go nowhere. The second Bible verse is talking about building on a foundation. It says, you are God's building. It says, I have built. I have laid a foundation as a wise builder. Take heed who builds on top of it. He says, you are God's fellow workers. Fellow workers of God. Who is a fellow and who is a fellow worker? A fellow worker is someone who has the same job, whose interest is the same as yours, or is in the same situation as you. In this case, God is in the same situation as you when you decide to build this house. God is, you are God's fellow worker. God has the same interest as you have. Everything you do, God is in support of you. Because he says, you are my fellow workers. And he says, you are the foundation. I have done my part. I have built the foundation. You are my foundation. Take heed who builds on the foundation. What are you doing on the foundation as a fellow worker of God? God is building his house. He's built the foundation. He's imputed a lot into you. He's demonstrated by giving you his spirit. Breathe into you. You are in the same likeness, image of God. You are just like God. You are his foundation. What are you building on top of the foundation? If God be for us, who can be? God has it all, remember. Recently, when, when, when I told I discussed with Pastor my, my, my new line of uh, 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 business where I want to focus on being an experienced person, being knowledgeable, having all the contacts. He took me to someone who has been where I want to go, who has been there, who has traveled all over the world, consulted for big, big organizations. He took me to here and said, Madam, I have brought my son. He's a deacon in my church. He wants to tow your line. Please guide him. This woman began to talk. She began to rattle. She began to tell me things, big, big things. And I was amazed. I said, does this woman know what she's talking about? You want me to do things? You're talking about things that will cost me millions of dollars. So I felt she didn't know what she was talking about. I said, hey, I have to stop this woman. So I started rattling. 
I started talking to her, Madam, this thing cost $500,000. This thing cost $250,000. This thing cost $120,000. And it's in the millions of dollars to put together. She looked at me. I was so much ashamed. I have never disappointed pastor this way before in my life. I was so much She looked at me up and down. Come on, honey. Go, go on, John. He looked at pastor. <laughs> Is this your man? Come on. God has it all. I am talking about what your father can provide. You are a co-worker. The guy has got billions and billions of dollars for you. And you are here running away from millions. What are you talking about? I was so much ashamed. Stop laughing at me. Oh. <laughs> Before you laugh at me, brethren, how much have you committed? How many millions have you committed? The man of God announces that we are going for a, 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 a 300,000 plus dollar piece of land and you are running away just like I did. You are running away. $300,000. You show a big church auditorium which is going to cost millions of dollars and you bow down your head because you don't, you don't know where the money is going to come from. God says, you are my co-worker. My co-worker. I've laid the foundation. He has everything. He has deposited something in you. What he has deposited in you is what he wants you to portray. You know, I like what was said in 2 Chronicles. He said, because God loves his people, he has given them a king who has prudence, and understanding. And this king will build a temple for the Lord and a royal house for himself. I pray that you will live in a royal house as you build God's temple. I said you will live in a royal house because it goes together. The royal house and God's temple moves in tandem. They move perpendicularly. They move together. These are two lines. Royal house is here. God's temple is here. And as you build God's temple, your royal house is being built. Amen? Amen? As you build God's temple, your royal house is being built. That is why he put it together. It could have just ended that, oh, this man is a wise man. He's building a temple for God. He says he's building God's temple and he's going to build a royal house for himself. I want to see the day want to see the day where week after week, people in this church will invite us. Come and let me dedicate my house unto the Lord. We go there and it is a royal house because such a person have dedicated himself in building God's temple. You, didn't, you don't believe it. You don't believe it. That's why you didn't say amen. You don't believe it. I said you are going to live in a royal house. I said you are going to build a royal house for yourself. Because you are going to help in building God's temple. Amen. You are a fellow worker. You are a fellow worker. It says, you, you build on the foundation that I have set. What is a foundation? When you say foundation, what is it about? A foundation is a structure which is beneath. You don't see it. What God has built in you, nobody sees it. It is the foundation. The foundation is down, down there. 
It is only the superstructure that they see. What is in you is not seen. But when you begin to manifest, when you begin to manifest, people will begin to see what God has put in you. May you get to a point where what God has invested in you will begin to manifest to the glory of God. You need to build on it. In so doing, you will build a royal house for yourself. And then it comes to the books of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3, for as we read. It says, through wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. To establish something is not just about putting it there. If you are to establish a legacy, if God wants to establish you, that is why in the book of Genesis 1.28, God proclaimed when he blessed man, when he asked him to go there and be fruitful, he said that you are to go there, be fruitful, multiply, subdue the earth and have dominion. That is the mandate he has given us. When God wants to establish you, you are going to subdue the earth. Everything that you sojourn, you are going to be a master of it. Establishment is to be in a successful position for a very long time. When you are successful, you are successfully grounded. That is why we say you are established. Now, the well-established company, when there is economic downturn, you see them suffering. When you are well-established, you never complain about the economy. On the other hand, even when things are going bad, that is why you even prosper the more. Because you change your strategy. In well-established companies, when there's economic downturn, when things, people are complaining, things are not going on well, what they do is that they reduce investment in one area and pump more investment into another area. That is the attitude of the eagle. When things are rough, that is when you begin to soar higher. I see you soaring higher. When things begin to go haywire, that is where you will soar higher. Amen. 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 As God begins to establish you in this house, you will soar higher. You will go above your compatriots. Everything that you touch shall prosper. You will subdue the earth. You will subdue everything that is under you. You are going to take control. You are going to have dominion because God himself is the one who is establishing you. And when God establishes you, you will take dominion. He says you will fill all precious. You will fill the, the rooms with all precious and pleasant riches. Amen. Amen. Say so you will fill the rooms with precious and pleasant riches. When something is precious, it means the thing has great value and it is rare. It is not common. Something which has great value and it is not common. Those are the things that you are going to fill your rooms with. These days, it is common for people to just be lambasting pastors especially on the field of the academia. You go to a conference, 
people are not participating, they begin to lambast men of God. That if it was a, to be a man of God who was here, he would have been listening. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. When God establishes somebody, he begins to use the most expensive cars. When you see a man of God, you see the expensive car. It is not because he wants to show off. It's because he has been established. And when you are established, you use precious things. Very uncommon things, rare things, expensive things are the things that you do because you are established. I see you being established. I see you being established. You are going to use the best of the best of everything that you, you, you came for in life. In Jesus' mighty name. Oh, and he says you are going to fill it with pleasant things also. When we say pleasant, pleasant things are things which are enjoyable, which are attractive, which are friendly, and are easy to like. How many times have you seen somebody well-dressed and say, ah, I like this guy? People just see your dressing and they begin to like you. People see your car and then they like you. They don't know you from Adam. My stepmother came to church one day. When I went to him, she called me and said, ah, I like your pastor. I said, what is it about my pastor? I said, the way he dresses. I like him because of the way he dresses. Nice things are adorable. Those are the things that you are going to use. When you step out, people begin to calculate from head to toe. The kind of hair you are wearing. The kind of earring. The kind of bracelets. The kind of shoe. That is when God himself has established you. God has established you. I want people to come out to boldness. Because our God is bold. Very audacious. Like I did. Running away from millions of dollars. It is time for you to embrace what God has got for you, my friend. It is time for you to embrace. We just read during the prayer, Acts 3.14. He said, when the people saw the boldness of Peter and John, these were uneducated men like you and I. These were fishermen who speak. You know the way fishermen speak. In some places, the kind of languages they speak, you run away. These were the people. But when they had an encounter with Christ, they begin to speak with boldness. Things that people, ordinary people cannot do, they began to do it. Those are the things you are going to do. When you have an encounter with Christ, you are going to speak with boldness. You are going to do things out of the extraordinary. People will see you and marvel because you have been with Christ. These are the kind of people I want to encounter. And these are the kind of people I want to, uh, to be surrounded with. Challenge yourself. Because God says you are the foundation. I have built you. I have built you. Take heed who builds on it. Build on the foundation that God has set for you. Brethren, my prayer for you this morning is that God will establish you. My prayer for you this morning is that you will be like the wise king who purported in his heart that I am going to build a temple for the Lord and a royal house for myself. That tells you that it is not wrong to do things for yourself. So it is not wrong to do things for the church because that is God's house and it moves in tandem. When you do it for yourself, you do it for God also. This morning, I'm going to challenge people to do things for God. Ten years is no big deal in the life of a church. 
10 years is time to celebrate. What are we going to celebrate? Are we going to celebrate the rented apartment? Are we going to celebrate a place that we are not proud of? I need you to come here to celebrate what you have done for the Lord because he has established you. He says you are a co-worker. Take God as a co-worker, not as somebody who is abstractly somewhere and you are somewhere. You are together. You are joined heads to the throne. Take God as a co-worker. I pray that you take God as a co-worker. I pray that also, that as he establishes you, he will cause you to move ahead of your compatriots. He will cause you to be the head and not the tail. He will cause you that everywhere that you step your foot shall be blessed. May the peace of God that surpasses every understanding be your portion. May you move up and climb the ladder. May you be established in all fronts. May you move ahead in everything that you do. May you be established. May you be established. May you build a house for the Lord. May you build a temple. May you build a royal house for yourself. May you fill your rooms with pleasant riches, adorable riches. God be with you this morning. God be with you this morning. God be with you this morning. In Jesus' name, and all shall say, Amen. Thanks for your time with the Lord's voice. We hope you enjoyed and got inspired by the message. You can interact with us on Facebook at ICGC Holy Family or Twitter at ICGC Holy Family. You can also email us on icgcholyfamily at gmail.com or contact us on 026-241-5658. Have a blessed week.